yes, we are live on another episode of the Calcio Connection podcast. We are connecting with you, Italian football fans from all over the world. I am Alex Dono, and as uh, the commenters are already saying, Nah, Biggie says, I bet Alex is loving this one. Rose, I am I am relieved. Uh, Inter pulled it out 3-1 to one at Fiorentina today in the first half. Fiorentina looked like world beaters. Vincenzo Italiano has already changed the mentality of that club just a couple of months on the job. Uh, their press looked fantastic. Uh, they looked like they were going 100 miles per hour and Inter were going in slow motion early in that match. Honestly, Inter were lucky not to be down more than 1-0. Handanovic made a couple of amazing saves. Thank the Lord the guy still has something left in the tank because I know we all love to rag on Handanovic. He's still capable of showing up and looking world-class on occasion. And then uh, Inter got their shit together late in the first half and in the second half did very, very well um, to score three goals and take the victory three to nothing. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about so much more. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Jerry Mancini. Jerry, it's crazy, bro. When we were in, like, the lead-up, um, your lighting looked fantastic, and now it looks like again you're on the you're in the interrogation room, and like the lighting is all funky. Like, am I am I right, George? That like before we started, his lighting looked really good. Now the light is like pointed sideways or something. What's going on, he looks Jerry? Looks like he's in like a dungeon. Yeah, I'm in my bedroom, man. But like the stupid lighting, I can't get it. I can't get it. Yeah, you've emerged for real. But uh, yeah, it's just the lighting. It's it's really weird. Like like. And it's like it's not working to my event. Oh, maybe that works. But, uh, I, I don't know, All man. All I know but... is you need to invest for Christmas a light, a lamp, a lamp, a lamp, a lamp. Uh, I guess that or a lava <laughs> lamp. One of the two. One of the two. So, <laughs> who do, who does uh, Juve play tomorrow? Spezia. That is a good question. I've got Spezia the uh, I've got the fixture yeah. list here. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, Spe- Spezia, Spezia home against Juventus tomorrow at twelve thirty. Listen, Venezia if Juventus and, don't, uh, if Juventus starts don't start taking three points in some of these games, they're going to be in real trouble. They're in the relegation zone right now. I'm not expecting them to stay there. In fact, I'm still expecting them to take one of the top four spots. But woof, that is a a rough rough start. But l- <laughs> let me introduce our special guest. <laughs> He is our French football correspondent, and his his club, Lyon, had a huge match at the weekend at PSG, and I thought that there were some huge injustices in the officiating that saw PSG take the two-to-one home victory. It did come at a price because Messi got injured. Also, George, uh, George Rodriguez is with us. Jorge Rodriguez, uh, what's going on with Messi? Because uh, he's, what, four games now with PSG? Zero goals, zero assists. Who knows? He, I guess he's con- considered tired. Who knows? We may never know because it's now a PSG is all about noun, verb, messy. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's getting quite ridiculous. But I had this, <clears throat> excuse me, highway robbery. We outplayed them at the Parc de France. On Hill de Maria, red card should have happened the first in the eighth minute. Should have yeah. been gone. Neymar dove to get his penalty. That was, was bad. That was not a penalty. They were not a penalty. It was a foul from Neymar onto Malo Gusto. Do they not do they not use VAR in the French league? Here's the thing. He called the penalty first. I think if you call the penalty uh, first, you don't get Yeah, caught. it's harder to if overturn. It was the other way around, different story. But those two events changed the outcome of the game cuz we outplayed them throughout most of that game. 
And I, I mean, credit to Peter Bosch. Um, for some, we actually got a decent coach, a very good coach. And uh, the fans love him. They back him 1,000%. They, they love the fact that he's honest. And he's actually playing really good, attractive. Well, he's trying to get there. But right yeah. now, it's a, a work in progress. Good, attractive, attacking football. And that game was really good. We played very well. If we play like that, there's I have good feelings we might get top three. Go very deep in the Europa League. Good. Who knows? Maybe even reach a final and win it. Who knows? He went there once before with Ajax. You never know. We'll, we'll see. But it's good to talk, talk about Italian football, but also French football as well. Get a different perspective on life. Well, and there's some good news for you because I know that the Italian team and, and George is a really good friend of ours, even though he's primarily a French football fan. He joins us frequently enough that we convinced him to adopt a Serie A club. <laughs> I did. And he he has adopted the club is, that, yeah. you know, it comes from one of the most amazing cities in the world, and they have the best kits in the world, I believe, bar none. The best freaking kits in the world. He has adopted <laughs> Venezia, and it's not that they're off to a great start. However, they are on top of Juventus in the standings, and they're out of the relegation zone. So you have that going for you, man. Oh. That feels good. Uh, and now I will admit I haven't been able to see most games because it's on Paramount Plus and, and I don't have I don't have that subscription. But mm -hmm. I do get their Facebook, Twitter, and Twitter posts, so it's all nice. good. I try my best. There's a couple Americans that play there from Major League Soccer that went there. So that's right. Yeah, very Americanized, American owners, American players. So if anyone is new to Serie A, that is a team to look at. Other than the big four or five, you can say four or five. We can say that, right? Into yeah. Italy. Yeah. All right, but yeah, oh, definitely, no, they're definitely. Um, I'm hoping they stay above. I've, obviously, the the goal of this year is to not be relegated, and um, you know, I would say probably maybe six or seven wins is probably more than enough with a couple of draws to stay them above. We'll see. And in their case, I don't know if signing multiple American players is the right strategy to stay in the top flight. I, I don't know how that's going to go. No, but it gives him good at European experience. It's true. It, that's true. That's you know? true. So. Right, right, right. Oh, man. And, and of course, uh, you know, Jerry, uh, what is what is your take? And, I, and we're going to get into the question that's scrolling at the bottom, which is the question of the day for this episode. And I want people on the chat to weigh in on this as well. <laughs> Um, now, I, I know Jerry has maybe made a few updates on Twitter as far as his Scudetto predictions. I personally have not updated mine, at least not officially, maybe in private conversations if anyone has those records, but I've not updated my top four or my Scudetto prediction since we did our season preview episodes where I, I consistently had Juventus as my number one preseason. Um, I know it's still very early, but I, I might have to reevaluate that. So I would love to know from you guys watching us and we are simulcasting this episode we're on both the five reasons sports network so anybody watching us there uh I, we appreciate you watching and of course we're also on our cultural connection youtube channel as well and and i would plead to you guys if you're watching us on the five reasons sports network uh please also subscribe to our cultural connection youtube channel because we don't do every show simulcasted some yes some no so if you want more cultural content you want to also find us on the cultural connection youtube channel and we're trying to bump our up our sub subscriber count there i think we're like I don't know, like 255 subscribers, whereas on the Five Reasons Sports Network, it's like more than 13K subscribers. So we'd like some of you guys on Five Reasons to subscribe on the Calcio Connection as well. So before we get into, you know, everybody's thoughts on the Scudetto, I'd love you guys in the comments. Not only do you want to make sure you smash the like button, but you also want to uh, to take advantage of the live chat feature because we're very interactive 
with that on this show. But Jerry, uh, what's your your take on Lazio's start to the season so far? You know, coming off a draw prior to that, a very tough loss against Milan, which I think is an important measuring stick because that kind of goes to show Sadi and company kind of where you're at to start the season and adjust your expectations and your adjustments accordingly. So what's your take so far on Lazio's start to the year? And your boy Cheeto is scoring, so that's good. Well, Cheeto's not the issue. He'll score yeah. any way possible. I don't know why he can't do the I, I know why he can't do it with Italy because he doesn't get delivered. He doesn't get the crosses like he does with Lazio. Look how many bangers he scores, man. This guy gets crosses from Sergei Malenkovic on the right side, Alberto. They know how to play with him. So it, it's sad that it doesn't happen with Italy. But with, with uh, Lazio, it's going to take time. It's a work in progress. Um, you're going to see good days and bad days. The, the question is, do the fans, more important than that, never mind the fans, does the team decide to, to stay long-term with him and be patient? It sounds like Tade knows that this is a work in progress. So so for him, it, it's not the issue. It's can the fans tolerate with it? I, and I, I haven't seen much of Sorry Ball with this Lazio team. And the first issue is that Lucas Leva shouldn't play shouldn't be playing as a regista. That's not yeah. what he is. That's not what he's there for. He's a central defensive midfielder. The guy can can tackle in, in as a as a fifth defense. He can cover a lot of space there, but he's not good at advancing the ball like Jorginho is. So um Felipe Anderson, really good game on Sunday versus Cagliari. Zakani really good off the bench. It, it, I, I've noticed that Zakani's starting to like settle in, starting to look much better with um, <clears throat> with Lazio. So that's encouraging. I think Toma Basic is really taking his time. He didn't play on Sunday. Um, no, no, sorry as well on Thursday. So that's uh, oh, I forgot about that. That's right. His, his uh, his, he, got a, uh, he got a red card. He got his, his appeal got it rejected, so I don't know oh, how, how bad it was, but they'll have to do it without sorry on Thursday. So, is it for one game or two games? It, this is the second game he's serving. He'll be back for the Derby against Roma, but oh, um, but he's gonna uh, come back for at least. But uh, I have a question for what's with y'all like this time of year asking for Nah Biggie. <laughs> yeah, by, by the way, um, I, I think it was uh, who was it? Was it Nah Biggie who pointed out? Yeah, it was Nah Biggie who pointed out first. And then Richard Carmen is uh, is taking it to another level, which we appreciate. And by the way, ciao, Richard. Uh, and Richard, I want to congratulate Richard and Frank Cravello. They just had their 200th episode. Yeah, they just had their 200th episode on the Serie A sit-down, which is a big milestone. Jerry and I were both uh, privileged to be among the guest list for that one. So cheers to Richard. And yeah, I, I, I didn't notice this before tonight, George, but you do. I see a striking resemblance to Rodrigo DePaul. So... Yeah, so you're you're doing pretty well in life because he's, he's Wait, a good looking really? dude. Oh my god, I feel like that's a that's a that's a compliment. I'm it is a, okay. You both have great hairlines, and I'm very <laughs> jealous of that. As a ball, hold on. Oh my god, I am yeah. very bad. I'm I'm very jealous. You have that Rodrigo DePaul hairline going on. I know Jerry's jealous of that as well because he's he's well on his he's well on his merci, way to the Chrome Dome. Merci, Richard. Merci. Oh man. <laughs> And, and, uh, and Jerry, uh, I want to get your take as well on on the Fiorentina Inter game today because my 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 biggest takeaway from it was 
Uh, I think it was great mentality shown by the squad because Fiorentina were absolutely flying. And then, yeah, people could say, someone said this in, in the chat, and I do not disagree with this, that you could even argue Inter were lucky not to be down 2-0 or even 3-0 at halftime because Handanovic made some huge saves in that first half. Uh, but Inter weathered the storm because I knew watching like the first 25 minutes, Jerry, I knew there was no way on God's green earth, unless they were on like the old Gasperini vitamin regimen, that there was any way Fiorentina could keep up that intensity for 90 minutes. Like it just did not seem plausible because their press was relentless in the first half of that game. So I was looking at that saying, and Inter were not doing well playing out of that press because they were way too lackadaisical, so they had their own problems. But watching the way Fiorentina played, I knew um, you have to weather the storm. You need to keep it either nil-nil or maybe you can afford to give up one goal and then you've got to hope in the second half that Fiorentina just can't play with that same intensity and that's when your quality can take over and that's precisely how it played out. Um, Matty Darms, Matteo Darmian, you know, I, I wasn't happy certainly with the way that he played in the first half and I was longing for Dumfries, but he ends up scoring a big goal to tie it up. Um, you know, Hakan Chalhanolu had been absolutely in the mud and Jerry, grazie for the jinx. Because Jerry tweeted something around halftime about how Chalhanolu is unfixable and there's nothing Simone Inzaghi can still do. Shit. He is still shit, but I'm he sorry, finally, man. I mean, he had like 50 corner kicks and he finally had a good delivery to Ed and Jekko who headed it in for the go-ahead goal, uh, which was gigantic. And then just a couple minutes later, uh, or no, sorry, uh, the, the first two goals were just a couple minutes apart. And then later in the 87th minute, Inter had been playing for you know, near a half hour with a two to one lead. We were, you know, I was on the edge of my seat and Ivan Perisic scores a lovely goal to give into that three to one and a little bit of breathing room to get that victory. So uh, it, it felt great. I thought there was a lot of mentality and a lot of character shown by the squad. Uh, and obviously most of the players on this team were on the squad that won the Scudetto last year. So you still have that championship mentality. So I, I was very tense during the first half. Really happy with the way that Inter finished that game. And that's a big three points. I mean, uh, the the Franchi in Florence is not an easy place to play. And my compliments to Fiorentina because they look dramatically better than they did with that coaching carousel they had uh, of the Beppe, Beppe Iacchini's of the world the last couple of years. Vincenzo Italiano is clearly doing a fantastic job improving that squad mentality. So that was a really nice three points. I was nervous about the game. I thought maybe it was going to be a draw. Three points for Inter today to go provisionally back atop the table uh, was absolutely massive. Jerry, what were some of uh, your big takeaways on the game? Well, I'm tripping out with this light for the minute here because it keeps on going light than dark, but I'm not touching the light. So <laughs> I, I don't understand how it's going black than light. It, it, yeah, exactly. And then it, I don't get it, man. I'm not touching anything. It's tripping me out. But um, – it's, my, a, it's, my, a, it's a Canadian power company, bro. Like, who knows what you have going on? My, my biggest devil's lettuce either. My biggest takeaway is the fight that happened after the game. Did you see that? <laughs> no, just, in the Inter game. It's a go check uh, football. No, Italia. what what There's happened? The, the the fans brawled. The oh, no shit. And Inter. See, side note: There's oh. already been two of those in Liga, and it's already caused two teams to have closed stadiums. Really? Oh, my God. oh yeah. I did oh, not know wow. that. Is that the the, the fun? That's one. Yeah, I saw that, that one. Was a that was show. that was amazing. I I, I I thought it was hilarious. Hold on, we're going, we're going we're going side topic here. To do this. 
But literally, Dimitri Payet, the reason why it caused it was because I guess the fans... Yeah, I would do the same on, too, though. On mm. Payet, Payet threw it right back. The Nice fans got pissed. And wow. Tried to storm yeah. And then the assistant coach or one of the physios punched a Nice fan in the, like, in the face. He got banned for the rest of the season. And I think Sampali was going to go and go ape shit on him. Jesus. <clears throat> then this past weekend... It was Lons versus Lille, which is a local derby. And Lille fans were throwing chairs that they got from the stadium. That they it's like a pro wrestling park, event. And literally tossed it over the fence. So the Lons fans <laughs> ran onto the other side of the pitch to confront the Lille fans. And literally, like, armored police guards had to, like, block the two from projectiles and shit. Hilarious. Nice had four games, closed stadium. Lons have two home games closed stadium and both have to be paid uh the nice marseille game excuse me is going to be replayed at a neutral site and nice got docked a point oh my Holy god yeah fuck, man you don't <laughs> fuck around with that but that's just how things are with the ultras but i didn't mean to go venture off into french football no marseille the marseille ultras are really bad that uh, when lazio plays marseille in the europa league it can get really bad your group is the group of alt like the group of fines. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of fines coming from that group. You have Lazio fans that are cuckoo. Galatasaray finds it even worse. <laughs> Russian fans, boo-boo-boo. and then you have Marseille fans, which are like fucking crazy. I don't know how I've heard. Uh, well, the, the Galatasaray um, game will basically. Um... There weren't any Lazio fans allowed, but I'm not sure if it's because of COVID and you can't travel there or restrictions but uh i'm gonna drift back towards this inter game for my boy alex here oh, and, and, and by the way J jerry jerry before you get into the game do you want to answer this because this is a good question i want to answer it as well i'll let you go first what is inter's biggest weak point on uh, or off the pitch oh man um, good question well 24 hours ago you actually you would have said before saturday's game that handanovic was the weakness um, I, I think the weak think it's a weakness. I yeah, it's but a weakness. You know, it's but a I weakness. Don't know. But yeah. I don't. I don't think it's. I, I'm gonna say Perisic. I'm gonna say Perisic is probably the really? biggest weakness. I'll say with Perisic. Wow. I'll I'll, I'll wow. go off the board. He does not inspire me, man. That guy there is just a waste of fucking space. Get the heck off <laughs> the field. Man. I watched him today, and it's just like a guy just running. He he's like. Salamakers, man. Like you ever watch Salamakers play? Yeah. Like he runs. He he runs hard, but at least he's trying with Paris. He's just running into a brick wall. Any credit like, for his goal, though? I mean, and, and he had some good moments at left wing back last year, but he actually like he he moved to a more advanced position before he scored the goal because uh DeMarco took over at left wing back and Parasic moved up the pitch. I don't I don't I just don't when you can see what DeMarco can provide, it's day and night, man. The guy oh, yeah. it, that's Dan. I don't know why Paris is just still starting. Like he's gonna come off the bench. You want to play your twenty minutes? Have a nice day. I think another weakness is Hakon. I said it today. I still think. Oh even no though, question. Yeah, no, you're you're right. My There's God, no question about that. My God, holy crap! Like every Milan fan should just like knock on me, man. Again, guys, I, I, I'm on I'm on the pod now. I'm not hiding behind Twitter. I do not cry when you guys call me out when I'm wrong for certain comments or anything i don't care yeah like it, it is it's all fair game banter 
But like, you know what? I I, I called out Hawkeye thinking that he was going to be, I don't know, turned around. But like that hasn't been the case. It's one good game. And it's your debut game versus Verona. I expect anybody in their debut to always play good. You thought Perisic was one of the men of the matches? No, but that's okay. Um, not not for me. But I again, didn't think he was I, that bad, to be honest. Like, again, I, I thought I thought to me the man of the match was probably Brozovic. He's just been he's been insane these last few games. He's been fantastic. But then again, I wasn't really paying attention to to player wise. I'm just watching the game. If you want, you know, if you want to know who I thought man of the match was. Prior to picking up the red, Nico Gonzalez. He was my man in the He match. was very good. Although I thought he but, got away. Because, I thought he, he was very good. No question. I thought he got away with a foul on their goal uh, between him and Skriniar. I thought that that should have been a foul. But it was one of those things. Like when Fiorentina scored, I thought their goal shouldn't should not have. Ended, but I wasn't that mad that they scored because they deserved it on the run of play. So it almost just felt like. You know, it felt like football justice in a way that they scored their goal. But I, I thought that Nico Gonzalez got away with the foul. And then you're right about the red card. That was so fucking stupid. So like, and I, and I know a lot of people thought, tackle? oh, uh, no, it, it wasn't even that. It was it was protesting because he thought like his happened. like his his jersey got pulled. And so he was trying to say that I can't remember which interplayer it was, but he was trying to say that the guy who pulled his shirt should have been carded. So he was complaining to the referee, and the referee he was, was like, right though. It, it was yeah, yeah. But the thing is, but you but you got to know when to stop, like because exactly. nothing nothing's gonna come out. Like I I don't know of any professional referee like in the top flight of any European league who's ever said, you know what, you're right. I will give him a yellow card because you're complaining so much like you you have to know when enough is enough so he protested he got a yellow card then he went with the sarcastic clapping and we know what happens after that he gets he gets two yellows and a red. it was just he, it was he, stupid but he came just from, a brain fart moment it seems like but he came from the south american league i'm pretty sure i think he played in south america before he he came i'm not to sure I don't, I don't i don't know i don't know where he came from I, I'm gonna look that up. I'm I'm ninety percent sure he came from South America. And if that's the case, hold on. Those guys they they tell they dictate the game in South America. They are not scared of referees. The referees are scared of them. And and yeah, they, it's, it's a very it's a very it's, it's a very well, aggressive continent. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. The mentality is different. So just like he, in Spain. Yeah, they man. Do, like, they always go up to the referee. They don't give a They're shit, man. That's that's just the way he's accustomed to, but his game overall before that card, but well, I like this guy. This guy's got balls, man. He runs hard. Yeah, he finishes great. his plays. I, I know he took out um, Screenyard on one play, I, and and I'm okay with it because it's 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 getting your face, play football. None of this little touch me, I roll over the floor <laughs> kind of thing. Like his skills, his dribbling's amazing. I think in the second half he went through like three guys. I thought that Sotil was just just so bad because he was so good but so bad where he got around, got into areas. His crossing was so terrible that it he they could have scored. He's created five chances if that guy knew how to put a ball into the box. It was so bad. Um, I thought uh, Barella was okay. Uh, Screenyard was very good, even yeah, though he, oh, he's he's been on a tear lately. Even though he got burned on that goal, 
Um, he got burned on the goal, but he also he got fouled on the goal, though, is the thing. So, like, did he really get burned? Because I thought that he should have gotten a whistle. And also, and I, and I, I thought know, the, yellow, I, the yellow card they gave him was not was not fair either. And I guess, <laughs> like, it was a, it was a bang-bang play, and, and they don't check VAR for yellow cards. But I, I thought it was a clean tackle that they gave him a yellow for. Uh, that y'all, yeah, that 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 card was that was bullshit. I agree, um, so bad. But like, I know, is it a foul? It, again, it's it's so soft. That's why I don't I don't think it's a foul because let these guys fucking play, man. I'm serious. Let them play. By, by the way, Nico Nico Gonzalez. They're telling us he came from uh, Stuttgart in the German league. He came from Bundesliga. Okay, there you go. That's why. Okay, I was wrong then. Great player though, man. He is Argentinian I, though, so I could understand. Oh, that's just that. like Rodrigo De Paul, which I I looked yeah. at a picture. I do not look like him. I think it's the hairline, bro. I'm telling you, you do. I mean, I I, I, I never forget a hairline. I'm starting to go distracted. I'm like looking at pictures of him. I'm like, yeah, he's good looking, but he is. <laughs> I am not on his level. I, I I get people think it's a foul, but I need to look at it again. I'm pretty sure he jumps up in the air. Screener goes into his back. He goes down, if I'm not mistaken, or does he go into his back? No, I, th- I thought I thought Nico when it when it hit like he went on top of him onto his back. I thought it was a clear foul. I don't know, man. Like these when you're when it's 50-50 in the air, it, it's like a coin toss of who gets the foul. You know what I mean? Like who's going to attempt for the ball? Like I, I don't I don't want to say who's at fault because I'm not even sure sometimes when those fouls happen. Seriously, I'm gonna be yeah. honest. When I see a play like that, I sometimes think that they're both on foul and like just let them play. One guy's going in for the ball. One guy's not looking towards with his back to the play. So, like, let him play. Like, it, it, there's so many pity fouls that when when that – so look at that situation now. You let the play go, okay? And all of a sudden, where's the foul? Where's the foul? But, like, keep playing on the play. Everybody stops. All the inter players stop thinking that there's a foul. The, the, the announcer says it. Rule number one. Play until the whistle. Exactly, yeah. man. Like, I, I got ball. you, Jerry. I got well, and, you. And, and I, I love and I love how, I, I love how every player thinks that when they fall down, as long as they grab the ball with their hand, they'll get yeah. the foul call. It's like, yeah. oh, it's it's a move. Like fall so over, stupid. grab the ball with your hand, because then the referee's like, Well, I, I can't call a hand and I gotta call the foul. It's it's weird. It's, it's like a dumb. Jedi mind trick. Torres should have been fouled when he grabbed the ball, but again, the, the yeah. card went to him because he grabbed the ball like an idiot. What are you gonna do? Like, you, I, I like I said, I was gonna say before, I, I play ball hockey, and half of these guys play f- soccer, okay, slash mm-hmm. football. However you want to say it, I call it football. You guys call it soccer. We'll call it calcio. Okay. What I hate when I play ball hockey is that everyone waits for a call and they stop playing, and we can see goals. Oh, I hate bro, that. Bro, what I always get mad. I always play to the whistle. <laughs> Even oh, Jerry, you're Canadian. You should play ice hockey or curling. No, I play ball. I can't skate for shit, man. But like, well, I haven't played for a while, but like still, like when we play, you play to the whistle. You don't play for the referee to make the call and you give up a goal. Like that's and it's not just inter here. Lazio does it a lot. They're very notorious for that, I'll be honest. They look at the call, they keep mm-hmm. going. And it's like, bro. You may think that screen yard is foul, okay? But when that referee's on that on that pitch, he's gonna make a, a split decision and right away has to make that call. And that's why sometimes when you see a, a late call, it's it's basically people are like, Oh, why did it take a minute long? And it's like, Well, 
we got the side raft. Well, you could have checked VAR as well. I, I, I guess that's another scenario. Maybe they did check VAR yeah. that we don't know about. I, I think all plays are reviewed, yeah. even especially even, goals. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there's a silent check. There's a silent check. And, it it and doesn't they, mean they don't get it wrong sometimes, though. They still get plenty of them wrong. But like again, it, it, you can say that it's a foul, but there's so many calls that went Inter's way that were against Fiorentina as well. Like I said, the Torreira play, where mm-hmm. that 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 should have been a yellow. Um, he gets manhandled against uh, who takes him down? I think it's Screenyard, no? Who just mammoths him? Somebody did. I forgot who yeah, it I was. Yeah, I so. I, I can't. I can't remember either. I can't remember. He gets destroyed. That should have been a foul. But again, it, it, it's it's the game where you're gonna get calls your way. You're not gonna get calls your way, and you keep going. But um, I thought Jekyll had a good game. Yeah, uh, scored when he had to. Again, I was on my phone a lot, so I have a habit I'm, of doing that lately. But um, Alex, what are your thoughts on Jekko now at Inter? Is he still doing good? Obviously, it's a big void to fill with Lukaku. But yeah, is he like well? It, and, and let me give you a two for one because that's part of uh, my answer to that original question. I think it was uh, Scoundrel Pilled who asked it. Yeah, here's the question. By the he way, asked I love me. that guy. He understands curling. Let's, let's go. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Is he from Canada? Scoundrel well, Pilled? I don't, I don't know. If he's uh, using curling lingo, you think yeah, you would have to be. I, I don't he's know. Not from Florida. <laughs> curling is awesome. I curl so, sometimes. So is that a curling term? Because I'm a Floridian. That went right over my head. Well, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. And I think we are we are joined now by the fourth <laughs> member of our team tell. here tonight. Oh my god. The he- Eagle! Hello. William has know. landed. Yes, yes. Oh, he's yeah. driving. He's driving yeah. while he's doing this. Yo, where the heck yeah. were you the last half hour? Were you looking well, for? It's, it seems like he's driving, so I don't, I don't want him to crash. Or like, do, do you want to like rejoin us when you're uh, when you're stationary? I'm not gonna look at the. I'm just gonna speak. I'm not gonna look at the uh, video right now. <laughs> don't worry. Dude, this this is a about team player right there. He's yeah, right there. But yeah. no, I, I real quick, and I'll, I'll introduce William properly. But I, I want to address uh, not only. Jorge's question, but the question from Scoundrel Pilled, because they tie in together, who asked, and Jerry already answered it, but he asked, what is Inter's biggest weak point on or off the pitch? Until proven otherwise consistently, I'm still worried about consistent goal scoring from the strikers, and and Dzeko is a big part of that, because um, like I, I, under the circumstances, like when Lukaku decides late in the transfer window that he really wants to leave, they sell him, yeah, for a big sum of money, they didn't reinvent all of it, nor did they really have appropriate time to to really explore every option to reinvest it. Like, listen, I, I like the Korea addiction. He didn't play today because of a knock that he took over the weekend. Uh, I think Jekko can still can still do some work out there as he's proven with four goals and an assist already so far this season. And, uh, and I think Lautaro has got to improve. And, you know, Alexis, uh, he's not going to be consistently healthy, but I think he's capable of providing a spark for this club. But I still worry about replacing the goals that you lose with Lukaku because Alexis uh well I'm not even going to talk about Alexis because he's hurt more than he's healthy Lautaro has shown he's he is still on the team he is he is he's he's finally been healthy at least to come off the bench the last couple of games but like Lautaro has shown that he's a very streaky player like he's going to go through some periods where for three or four games he's scoring goals for fun and then for the next three or four games 
he just can't get a proper touch on the ball. He had a really poor touch today, uh, but Ella gave him an assist on a silver platter, and Lautaro just whiffed on it. It was it was bad. Uh, so he's going to go through some periods where he just can't get the right touch in the final third, unfortunately. But he's a great player. Like I'm happy he's signing an extension. He's just not that consistent. And then I'm not expecting consistency from Jekko either because he's 35, and I just don't think he has the legs you know, to play two matches a week and bang in tons of gold. So that's my biggest my answer to you as well on, on Jekko. Uh, he's, he's been really far, and I think it was important for him that he scored a couple of uh, late goals in the Bologna game because he didn't look uh, that great earlier in that game. So I thought scoring a couple of late goals was really good for his confidence, and, and he was good today. So uh, I, I still think he's capable of putting some really good performances there. I just don't think at his age he can do it consistently. So I worry I worry about the striking. But but let's bring on the uh, the fourth member of our team here today. Really happy to bring this the guy martyr. on for the first time. I consider the this man a – Yes. The Twitter. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> And listen, I, I'm a huge fan. I consider this guy a friend. It's been way too long before we finally had him on, a.k.a. Billy Eagle is with us. And and I know he's a Juventino, so tr try, guys, in the chat, refrain fr from some jokes here at this time. It's not been a good start for Juventus, but Billy, how you doing, sir? I'm just going to bring up Leon versus Juventus. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Our guy, our guy George there is a Leon fan. Yeah, you know. Fair play to you. You won. <laughs> I'm well. Finally, goals. Oh, just coming back. Uh, just coming back uh, from dinner with a friend, and uh, I'm glad I was able to uh, catch this. It kind of slipped my mind for a few moments. And uh, yeah, this will be nice. This will be nice. Uh, I don't uh, really have a big social media presence per se. I can't see it. But uh, you know, I'm happy to be here. Half the time, I couldn't even see what you're. He's humble. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, you know, he, he, he's, he's operating vehicle and doing so very careful. Oh, I'm not going to, oh, see, there you go. Like he, he goes, uh, when he goes under a street light, you can see, you can see face get lit up. <laughs> I feel like that's a red light. So, so, so Billy, I, is it rainy, Will? Yeah, it could be a red light. Yes, it is. It is. It is raining a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Oh man. Go ahead. You know, and what I, were you gonna ask? yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to go back with you because, uh, you know, go, Milan, uh, Juventus was, was obviously a massive match over the weekend and, the first 45 minutes and Juve took, you know, the one nil lead into halftime. I, I thought that was uh, that was some tremendous football, best football Juve have played so far this season. So, you know, kind of your take, Billy, on the way the whole match played out and, and how disappointed were you to see Juve give up a lead? I mean, of, of course I was disappointed. I, I'm not going to lie. You think with Allegri coming back, they're going to have that ironclad shutdown defense when it comes to, it comes to the end of the match. But you know, the past few transfer windows have just been very, very scattershot. There's no continuity, per se, as far as the roster goes. You have a lot of pieces that really don't fit together. And mm -hmm. Allegri is trying to suss that out right now. And it's going to take it's going to take a little bit of time. I think they're going to have very strong performances in Europe. I think Serie A is going to be a little bit of an issue going forward, um, at least for a little bit. But I'm hopeful that that late October date kind of like 15 16 juventus is going to get their shit together and they're going to start playing the football Just that everyone expected that. prior to the season started when they were you know legitimate scudetto contenders i mean i think every betting 
line service, however you want to put it, had them winning the Scudetto as far as the odds go. Yeah. Like they were they were negative here. They were like negative 100 on DraftKings. So, I mean, it seems like a lot of the smart money at the time went to them. The, uh, the start so far. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, I think I think he may be going through, a, uh, through, through a dead zone because it's Malmo. Yeah. Oh, he's back. He's back. Hold on. I I think we got you again. Yeah, okay. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. I, the Malmo game. I don't want to put too much stock into that because it's Malmo. But I think Malmo, uh, yeah. the first you know forty five minutes against Milan were very impressive, and I love that Dybala was the catalyst because he is the guy on that team along with Chiesa. If anything's going to happen offensively for them. And they're going to make up those goals that, uh, you know, departed when Ronaldo left. Me, I'm not too worried about Ronaldo. Um, you know, I've had uh, conversations with uh, a very well-known uh, Calcio host on Twitter. He's gotten very angry at me because I don't know. Isn't <laughs> the guy who should not be named? <laughs> I, th- I think I there's a few guys who should not be named. Oh, okay. We can name him. It's David Abigail. We can name him. We've, oh, we've gone yeah. back and forth now for... Uh, Isn't he a fraud? I have two and a half <laughs> years. Yeah, yeah and... Um, I just I said he's it. a friend of mine. Come on, man. For, for quite a while now. And, um, you know, I think to a degree I was proven right. I, I, I don't think they had the capital to support him and uh, really get the results and, and the talent. And I also think he cannibalized a lot of goals from his teammates. I, I, yes. I don't know any player um, on Juve that really took a step up the past three years playing alongside of him. Um, Dybala regressed tremendously. Um, yeah, what happened to him? Quadrado, I guess you can say. He, he's been quite good. Maybe you can make the connection to Ronaldo because Ronaldo has headed in so many goals, but I expect him to make the players around him better, and I, I really didn't see that. Um, so, yeah. Juventus Juventus will be fine. People are panicking. They shouldn't. Allegri's a great manager. I would say he's top five in the world. Um, his pragmatism is really going to shine, I think, in Europe. I think Juventus has... I, I, I know I'm going to get shit and be called like a fanboy, but <laughs> I, I think they have a legitimate chance when they play Chelsea to walk away with points. Now, I don't think they're going to win, Ooh. but I don't think a draw is, is out of the realm of possibility. Hot take. And Jerry's wearing the Chelsea shirt. Center back pairing. That was... You know the banter is coming from me if Chelsea beats you back, okay? Hard banter is coming. Like, like massive. And I'm going to like every single one of those. I, 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 You know what? Will, you said a good point, man. I, I agree with Quadrado. I think that he benefited the most playing with Goal Ronaldo in Europe altogether. Oh, he's still um, going. <laughs> I, I just think that <laughs> you keep cutting out, Will. Yeah, the the, the, the connection. It, it was really the good connection. for a few minutes. Not so well, good right now. Did you hear? On... Oh, any other? Be right back. <laughs> Oh, no worries, no worries. Oh, yeah, no well, worries. Uh, and, and hold on, while, while Will I'll, is I'll sorting it out, we'll, we'll, we'll pop back. we'll pop him uh, back when he's ready. While Will is sorting that out, I, I want to get into the topic uh, of the day. Uh, and and Jerry, I'll start with you because honestly, I may have I may need a little bit more time to think about my answer. Uh, who is your Scudetto favorite now, Jerry? You know this. We've done so many shows together before the season started. I was picking Juventus, and that had. A lot to do with the Allegri factor. 
I know that they've only played their first four games, so people can call this an overreaction, but two points from their first four games. Um, I'm taking a step back from Juventus. Uh, I don't I don't think I, I can, you know, earnestly pick them as a Scudetto winner right now. And, and Jerry, you actually initially had Inter as your Scudetto winner. So has your has your thought process changed? Because you have a, a couple of other clubs off to flying starts, thinking about Napoli and Milan, who have been very, very good to start the year. And uh, Roma were off to a great start, but they did have a setback against Verona this past week. Have you changed your Scudetto pick? Who are you going with? No, I'm still going with Inter. I'm not changing my pick all year. I'll die by it. The only thing I'll change is that for, I had Verona in the relegation battle. I think they'll they'll survive now that they fired Di Francesco. Yes, I, I, that I'll, was a good move. That was probably the best decision that they ever made. Yeah. Um, I think I'll take them out and I'll put. Uh, I always pronounce this word, this team, the worst. But like Seller and. Salentana, I can never. You should know that one. That's Lotito's team. You should know that one. I never pronounced it right, man. I think I I call him Sal, but um, they uh, they're gonna get relegated. Um, Unfortunately, they they you know they look like one of those North American sports teams where they have that that grit that kind of build up like 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 an Oilers. If you ever watched the Oilers prior to McDavid coming, they never had a score. And this is hockey I'm talking about, guys, if, if for those in North America. They had a team that can build up, play hard, and, and keep games close. They would always lose 2-1, 3-1, 4-1. They never had that guy who can score the goals or multiple players. And that kind of looks like what they are, where you got Sal basically playing hard against Atalanta on Saturday, but they don't have that finisher. Uh, maybe see me should be playing. I don't know. I don't know why he's off the bench with 20 minutes to go, but I, I just don't see it happening. But in regards to, to, to Scudetto winner, it, it's Inter. I think they have – Beppe Marotta did what he had to. He replaced his players with quality depth. Yes, Jekyll is not and, – and, and, and I'm going to go off the record here. Like, I don't care that people insult me on Twitter. That's all great. I don't give a shit. But nor did I say that Jekyll has age and is no longer good. I have said that he went from a, they went from a, a, a Mercedes to a Williams. That doesn't mean that you're shit. That doesn't mean that you're garbage. That means that you aged. Where does it say that? I don't right. know. I love how Twitter, these people live and die behind a screen and, and can't. Like it's 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 a bunch of twenty year olds, but anyways, what I no, mean like by tw- twenty is being generous, a bunch of sixteen like year olds. 15. But like going, going going from a Mercedes to a Williams is basically the essential of what Williams is. Do you not know how bad the Williams is in, in Formula One? I don't watch Formula. Okay, well, so I can't help I'm you sorry. then. We're, we're not talking about this right now. But the point is, you <laughs> went like, from gold. You went from to, like, gold to bronze. To Alex, so he could be you, like, help me out here. You basically, like, went from gold to bronze. That's what you did, and okay, it's a big, massive decrease. It's, it's a it's a decline going from from Lukaku to Jekyll. I'm sorry, but yeah, you got to sure. give credit. I, I that. But sure. you got to give credit to Jekyll. He is holding his own weight and. They are using him to his kind of like strengths. And there was another tweet where I said that they had dead weight in Jekyll and Pedro at Roma. And they were dead weight 
at freaking Roma. I'm sorry. Does it mean that there's hypocrisy towards me now that Pedro's at Lazio? You can say that if you want. Sure, maybe I, I thought at the time they weren't good, but you know what? It also contributed to the fact that they just were stale at Roma and needed to go. Yeah. So a change, like a change of scenery is always good for players. Yeah, but it, it's banter. I'm a Lazio fan. I am going to shit on Roma. Like, that's just the way it is. It was 90% Roma fans coming back at me on those tweets, but Figures. I don't care really. Like, I, at the end of the day, Inter has everything in place to win this Scudetto. <clears throat> now, now I, I will change my, one of my picks as well. I had Lazio finishing fourth. I think they're going to finish sixth or seventh. It's going to be a difficult year. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just that you're going to see them look good on days, bad on days, frustrating on days. And the frustrating day was on Sunday where they just couldn't score against Cagliari when they should have won that game. Um, I like Napoli. I have, I, I had Napoli finishing second, Milan a third, or are vice you, versa. Are you quoting the CIES uh, Football Observatory? No, I'm quoting myself, actually. This okay. is what I, I made. <laughs> I have not myself. learned to lie, Jerry. That's yeah. literally the way that they had. Really? City outstandings. I didn't see that. Now, I changed I'm it up. I'm basing it off of that. I'm not going to lie. Wow. I don't watch City Out very often. So I'm basing it off of CIS Football Observatory. They made ah. their pro- uh, updated projections. And I'm going to say Inter, uh, Inter Milan and Napoli wow. are head to head. Third is Milan. Fourth what? is Roma. Fifth, Atalanta. And they said, as of right now, they think they're projecting Juve to be sixth, Lazio seventh. Oof. Yeah, so, I, I think Roma will finish ahead of Lazio. Actually, I think that. And it's the but, Jose factor. You know what? I haven't watched the Roma game this year, not one, and I've heard mixed results where they look good, they look bad. Well, it's funny I, because I, the, the the only match of theirs I haven't watched was their loss <laughs> uh, against Verona. So I I don't I don't know like how bad they were in that game. Uh, I watched them in their matches prior, and they looked fantastic. Like I'm not gonna lie. I also, yeah. I, I I have Juventus finishing fifth or sixth. I think there's gonna be a massive drop off. I know Will thinks he. I know that he's not acting like a fanboy. I think that Will he's being honest. Yeah, I think yeah, people have to understand that Will's not being a fanboy. I think he's thinking on history too. He understands, and, and they and they have the qual like their team has quality. Like they have to me, they have better quality than a fifth or sixth place team. No, the thing with Juventus, is I feel like they don't have that Juve DNA that that Allegri said after the game, and I agree with him. They don't have that killer instinct where they want to win. They're yeah, like it, it, it's like Simone Inzaghi said last year. I had to go. I, I gave what I could. I did what I had to. And and, and people are, are so mad because the way he left. You should be happy he left because he did the most he can do with this club. Yeah. And I'm scared that maybe for Juventus fans, well, I'm not scared, but may, maybe bringing Allegri back wasn't the right decision in that he did already what he could in his previous day with the club and that he already reached his max. And... Maybe this is a sedan kind of situation where he mm. should never have came mm. back. You need to it. Wow. You, you stole yeah, like, I was going to say, the, the, the people that come back to the club for the second time around don't normally be as successful. Yeah, Look like at Jose Mourinho at yeah. Chelsea the second time around. Mancini yeah, and Inter also. Exactly. Zidane. Yeah. You know, it's just like, for, why go back to where you obviously did good, 
but you don't think you're gonna you're not gonna repeat the same well, thing. I want to hear. Yeah, I want to. I want to let the Juventino speak on this one because Will, I know, I know you were very excited about Allegri's return, and as an Interista, I was fearing Allegri's return. So what 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 do you make of what Jerry just brought up? I think I think the sample size is way too small yet to draw opinions. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's just you know. The rot really set in, I guess you could say, during Allegri's last season. Um, you, you started seeing signs. Um, and then I think sorry, Imperial, they exasperated it. Exasperated it. Yeah. So now I think it's time. We, we have to see. We have to give Allegri a little bit more time. Like, at least until January, to be honest with you. But I, I think he can fix things. He is a very pragmatic manager. He, he's like... It's very interesting how he sees the game. Like, he's spoken about basketball numerous times. I know from some interviews that I read. And basically, he wants to put his best players in the best position to do well. And I think he's starting to do that. I mean, the way Dybala played, that was the Dybala, like, that you saw last time when Juventus got knocked out against Real Madrid when they had that horrific, you know, situation with Michael Oliver. Um but that was the last time you really saw Dybala play that way. So it's, it's really encouraging on, on, on some level. And I, I'm just – I'm not worried about the results. It's way too early in the season. Mm. Like, pe- there's, there's way too much talent on that roster. Allegri's biggest <clears throat> issue is going to be fitting all these pieces together. And it, I, I know he can do it because he's done it before. Like – He's the guy who had the crazy fucking idea, excuse my language, to put my food. Oh, no, we curse here all the time. Don't worry, yeah. bro. I, swear. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for once, cre- I called some late, I called some person a cunt on this thing before. <laughs> it, it, it was Wanda. He called Wanda Nara. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So there you go. You can go ahead and swear. You know, he, he's the one who came up with the idea to put Manzukic as a left winger. Like, who, who would have yeah. thought of that? And mm-hmm. honestly, I think. I've had, you know, numerous spaces now with a number of people. And I was on like a space with some Juventini last week. And I, the way I want to see Juventus line up, and I don't know if Allegri is going to do this, but I hope he does. I hope Juventus go back to that 4-2-3-1 formation. Um, I want to see Danilo. I want to see uh, on the, on the, as a right wing back or right back. I want to see Chiellini and Bonucci. Um, with Delict, obviously, switching off with Chiellini and Benucci, depending on the health of the two of them. Then I want to see Sandro as the left back. I want to see Locatelli and Bendencore. And then on, on like playing that man's control, I'd like to see Alvo Morata. I'd like to see um, Dabala right behind the striker. I'd like to see Quadrado on the right wing. And I'd like to see Federico Chiesa used as a false nine. Wow. Now, can I ask you a question about the yeah. center backs? Obviously, you got Delict. You got your yeah. your your baby. Yeah. Who, who do you need to get to get the second half of that pairing? Because Kalini and Bonucci is kind of getting older now. I feel like they're past their prime, unfortunately, in my opinion. Yeah. Is there someone that you think is either whether it's through the Youth Academy or that's out on loan right now that you think would fit into that second slot to go with Delict? No, there's no one there. To be quite frank with you. No, I mean, Rugani, that's, that's a big problem with the roster. They don't have a Ford center back. Um, Rugani is, is not, you know, everyone had a lot of hope and I guess you could say hype associated with him. 
um, and it never materialized. I, I know, like early on, he was compared to uh, Barzagli, and um, it, it, it never came to fruition. Now people are yeah. going to say it's because he didn't play, but I think that's a little bit of a cop out. If he actually had the talent to play, Allegri would have played him, yeah. and it, it was just never there. And I know some people are high on the Romanian kid, Dragasim. Um, and do you guys have still Desiglio? <laughs> he's a right back, and he's. Uh, he, I feel your pain, Will. I feel your pain. <laughs> I know with him being a left back. But he was yeah. great as a center back. Just pointing that out. Great as a center back. But no, he's, point, he's not. He's not. Oh, no. well, in Lyon, he was. When he played a center back. He actually was yeah. very good. We continue. Um, <laughs> I was like, ooh. You have something in common. That guy is shit. Is he? Yeah, he's he's not he's not the greatest. <laughs> um, that's another guy that was. And he has high he was, money. He was revered like when he was younger. He got compared <coughs> to Maldini, if you guys remember, and it just mm-hmm. never, it never happened for him. Like he had a great Euros when Conte was the uh, the manager, and I thought, okay, finally, this kid is going to take off. Juventus has him. It's going to be great, and whatever stagnation. Hold on, hold on. I, I had to flash this comment because this dude, Lord Figo, has graced us with his presence. One yes. of my favorite, one Figo. of my favorite accounts on Twitter. Figo. Lord Cere- cereal, cereal milk, milk in the house. Cereal milk cereal in the milk. house. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want to I want to go I want to go back to a point Will was talking about earlier. And, and we were talking about Ronaldo and how he kind of ruined players around him, right? And like how players couldn't play yeah. around him. No, I think one player who benefited it, it was Cordardo. Yeah, I think he he's the one guy who benefits because he's not a scorer; he's a playmaker. And the way he plays, the way he can advance the ball and distribute it, is perfect for Ronaldo. How many times did he cross the ball in the box where it was perfect to Ronaldo and he scored? That that's that's the kind of Ronaldo player where he can play off him. But the problem is he didn't have another nine more to help him with that. He only had maybe one or two that wanted to give him the ball. And he had no midfield. Yeah, well, that's another thing. How, yeah. how does, like, <clears throat> I agree with you, Will. I wrote a piece for a site a while back about why Ronaldo had to go. And I'm with you, man. This team was never built for Ronaldo from day one. Like you, It's like you, you spent all your money – on one thing, and that's it. Like yeah. people, as as rich as Juventus is, Italian well, cl- a million dollars in debt right now. <laughs> well, there. Let's hold on. Now that's a lot of clubs not, are in debt right now. <laughs> before Ronaldo came to Juventus, they were never this debt. Okay. Yeah, they were in the they, black actually. Yeah. Like yeah. Let's be realistic here. As much <laughs> I, I shit on Juventus a lot because of what they did in bringing Ronaldo, and that's all. I think the biggest factor about Ronaldo people forget is the guy who left because of Ronaldo is Beppe Marotta. Now Beppe Marotta is the Inter. And what's he doing with Inter? He's, the guy is making, I don't know, he's, he, he's making wonders with no money. Like, he had to bring in $150 million to buy players. Uh, I think he did a really good job with Dumfries. Got him for $15 million. Uh, who else did he got Hawkon on a free? Even even as we we hold on, even if we no hold on no no. But this is what I like. No, I like this deal though. As bad as he can be yeah, no, on a was, lot of games, yeah, yeah. he's a, he's he's a player 
that can still help in Champions League, who can, as much yeah. as I don't think he's been good this re- so far, uh, he's a body. And that's where I'm going to go to Lazio now. You go sign And, and he, got, he, he got Jekyll on a free, and he got Correa, I thought, for a, a pretty fair price, especially negotiating with Lotito, who I'm sure wanted to play hardball after the whole Inzaghi situation. Yeah. So there's no question. He did, I mean, having to make a couple of big sales, he did very well in the transfer window. Well, what I want to say is that, Look at the Hakan deal. He got him for free, right? Yeah. Why didn't Lazio get David Luiz for free? People are, are laughing you at me. Sideshow Bob at your place. Hold on, man. He's 34 years old, but you're not understanding. See, that's the thing. He's a body. Lucas Leva cannot play like he used to anymore. And and Will's laughing because he agrees. It's not you're not he's not a liability as a defensive midfielder, David Luiz. He is he. He can play that position the way he plays. He's aggressive. He can move the ball up. He can he can move it back. Like he does things that that Sorry wants. He was one of Sorry's best players during the 2018-19 season. Okay, most trustworthy player. These are things. Why do you think Pedro's playing so good right now? Because he understands what Sorry wants. He has the confidence from Sorry. Luis would do the same thing. It's so mad because we could have bought a player. Fucking wages three million a year. Pay it, man. It's one stupid year. You're not, you're not tied down long term. I'm actually skeptical about that Joaquin Correa deal. I think that Inter overpaid for him. Personally, the more I think about it, because he's not worth thirty one plus million dollars. Because you're you're gonna. I'm telling you, right? I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what to make of prices these days. Like it's I, just it's it's hard. Like I I don't know who's worth I think what they bit, now. man. I think they bit, man. Because like Correa is a good player. I'm not going to shit on him because that, that would just be being like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, being a hypocrite. And I'm not going to be that. I, the problem with Korea is you're not going to get more than nine goals. And he's never scored more than nine goals in a season in City. Yeah, but the thing is like, but in like now, Jerry, is he's what, 25. Or, no, I think he's older. No, he's, like, he's, he's like 20, 27, 20, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, but, but he, he injury prone. This guy is such injury prone and he's so inconsistent it's not funny look how good he was against Hellas Verona and then he dipped off in the next three games where he was okay I'm not saying he was bad but he wasn't nowhere near to that level you saw in the opening game that's just Korea he, he's hot and cold and it's like it's very frustrating because he's got the potential to be one of the best and right. he doesn't do it on, on a straight line man he's just like Roller coaster is bad, man. Like, but he doesn't. He doesn't have to be the guy. Bingo. No, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's got to facilitate because he's always going to be, and 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 their consistency has to come with that as well, of course. But like, I, I'm not worried about the goal totals for him. Like saying nine goals, like just that in itself doesn't worry me that much because he's always going to be on the pitch in a partnership with Lautaro, who would be the primary partner, uh, the primary striker in that partnership, or. Jekko, who would be the primary striker. Like, I, I don't think we'll see much of Correa and Alexis together because they they play like very redundant roles. So he's always going to be on the pitch with Lautaro or with Jekko. And so he's got to be consistent with his f- facilitation. So like I, I'm not I'm not expecting him to bang in 15, 20 goals. Like if he only scores eight or nine goals, that's probably okay. But to Jerry, to your point, 
yeah, he's got to stay healthy. And like, I, I don't blame him for taking the knock that he took over the weekend because that, that was a really rough tackle that he took. I think anybody would have gotten a little bit banged up in that spot. Probably, probably a blessing that it's not more serious than it was. So he should be back this weekend for the Atalanta game. But yeah, I do need consistency from him. I just don't need him to bang in a ton of goals. If I'm into I'm very worried about that Atalanta game. I, I, oh, yeah. saw, a little bit of, I saw a little bit of Atalanta today, mainly the first half. Um, and I had to jump on a call for work. And um, they they looked like they're gelling. And mm. if Inter's not on top, like I saw a little bit of the Inter game as well. I was switching back and forth. And Fiorentina kind of dominated the early per- portion of that match. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, they, if, they, if that same scenario arises against Atalanta, a more experienced team, they, they could get like the doors blown off like the first like 30, 35 minutes. Is that on I've Saturday? Seen that happen before. Yeah, it's on Saturday. And I've seen that happen before. It was one of the seasons with Spalletti. Uh, now, it, the game the game uh, that I'm thinking of was at Bergamo. Like, obviously, I feel a yep. little bit better about it being a home game than a road game because Bergamo's a really, really tough place to play. But I can remember one of the games uh, against Atalanta with Spalletti's Inter when they went into Atalanta. And they they got smoked. Like uh, Atalanta were on the front foot. They were on, you know, the Gasparini vitamins probably. They were pressing for 90 <laughs> minutes. And just Inter did not look ready for that game. And they got their, their like, like you were saying, they got their doors absolutely blown off. Um, but and, and something I wanted to, uh, to get Will's take on kind of the question of the day. Uh, and you seem like a really rational guy. Unlike me, you're trying not to read too much into four or five matches being played by all these teams. But... Um, who's your Scudetto favorite now, Will? And has your pick changed from preseason now to, you know, we're on the fifth match day. Not every team has played yeah, five yeah, games yeah. yet, but has your has your uh, position changed over the first month of the season? Sure, sure. Um, Juventus. So prior to the season starting, I had like a top three that I pretty much stuck to. Juventus was the Scudetto winner. Um, and then you ha- I oscillated between... Atalanta, Napoli. Um, I'm confident that Allegri is going to be able to turn this around. I want to see, I want to see Napoli play some matches where they are the team and they have the target on their backs, because historically, they don't do well then. And um, neither does Spalletti. No. I was going to ask what your thoughts are on Napoli for winning the Scudetto. Obviously, the the person that we shall not be named would be extremely excited and would just go off all day. We know who that person is, but there's many people. Uh, I, th- I think he's talking about Phil now. Oh, thank you, little Phil, um, the mayor of Munchkinland. Hey, it's good to know. I'm not the only guy who calls people out on this show. Jerry, 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 what's your favorite pasta? I was gonna say my favorite pasta. What's your favorite pasta shape, Jerry? Oh, guys, I'm so mad about that. Yeah, oh, you too. You, you're mad about it too. <laughs> Can we please respond to that? I want Jerry's response about about the I pasta. Anything. I mean, I'm a, I'm more of a cavatappi or the the ringy thingy that goes like this, but like kind I, of pasta. I, so, I can't answer this question because I'm people like. I'm a farfalle like, guy. I love it. Hold on, I like knows. can't get enough of it. Nil, Will knows yeah. that if I if I say something about pasta, I might offend people. So I don't know, <laughs> no, man. Like, I'm more of a rigatoni. Like, thing. like or stuffed shells. Give me chicken parm stuffed shells. I like you forever. That's I, I don't know. Like, good, by the way. Shape. What was it called? Circle pasta again? Yeah. Circle, Circle pasta. pasta. I, 
Isn't it riding wheels? God forbid I can make a joke, eh, guys? Like, God forbid, man. I, I, you got me on, Alex. You, you know how to egg me on. So, if I, 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 I just what did I do? I had nothing to do with this. I in in fact, in fact I, I, try, I tried to defend you because, you know, a very prominent uh, a very prominent commentator called you out, and I thought called you out unfairly because you were just making a joke. Like, you weren't you weren't ripping apart their entire broadcast. You were just – you were having some fun because so, somebody tweeted out a video – uh, of the whole the whole pasta gate situation and Jerry just commented on it. I, I didn't think you did anything that offensive, man. I, I, I tried I, to defend it's you. Not hate. It's, it's not hate. But here's the thing. What about the why don't they go for the, the announcer that kind of said something about a real Italian? Yeah, Wasn't that's right. She bit, she she's the one who threw him under the bus, not Jerry. So well, apparently I, I work for them, I guess. I don't know. It sounded it sounded like they were coming yeah. after me, like I like I work for them. <laughs> like I, it's just you it, know what it's I mean. Because Jerry, the he you're you're rent free in their head. Rent Maybe their head. I don't know. It's just yeah. stupid. I have oh no, I, I have a blue check mark, so let's go after the guy with the blue check mark. It, 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 that's what it is. Congratulations on that, by the way. I, I fucking hate it actually. It makes me sick. I swear well, by to the God, way, I and, and I, I would hate uh, it. you know, and, and I know I know I want to get rid of it. What is that noise? I know there's at least one person in the. Uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a clicky noise. Hold on, I think it. Uh, oh, it, it's, uh, it's, on, it's on Will's end. Goddamn, <laughs> Will's keeping on. He's probably on spaces. This guy. Yeah, he's laughing because he's on spaces. See, oh, that he. Where do you now, go? Now you bu- now you bullied him off the video. I think he's gonna reconnect probably. Yeah. Uh, but and and I wanna I wanna make a a, a comment for. For Scudetto, um, I I did uh, I did pick Juventus preseason. I am wavering on that now a little bit. Um, I you know I, I think one of the comments was like calling you a clown for that. Oh me, what for changing my pick? People who predict know. Juventus to not make the top four after predicting them to win the league are clowns. Reactive fans. No, I making top four. Um. No, I and I actually I, I even said that I, I still think that they they should take a top four spot because of their talent. So I think they're going to end up taking top four. Uh, you know, Jerry Jerry knows he and I are a little bit alike on this. That uh, I, I try not to be too overtly bullish on the teams that I support because I'm I'm very afraid of jinxes. But I I can definitely say that I I feel better about Inter right now than I did before the season started. Um, so like and say Napoli will in the Scudetto and and honestly I'm I'm tempted I'm tempted to pick Napoli but I I thought Will's points were spot on uh because Napoli we've seen in the past so I guess you can debate whether this can be in the club's DNA or not because many of the players are different I mean uh, Insigne and Koulibaly were both you know, on that team that uh, were so close in 2018 to winning a Scudetto Mm. and they they fell short at the finish line um so you know you do you do have a few yeah i was gonna say sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no no worries i was gonna say the key player is keep victor osiman healthy all season yeah he is phenomenal phenomenal player and has done very well for napoli if it's not scudetto i think napoli has a really decent shot at the europa league (laughs) at the europa league well, they're in the Europa League, so they can't really. Oh, to win yeah. the oh, my bad, to win the Europa League. I'm sorry, I thought you meant like to qualify, like to get Europa. No. no, you mean to yeah, you know, you're right, you're right, to win Europa League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and, and, and absolutely, yeah, I think they can win it. Yeah, and and Victor Osimhen last year was snake bit. I mean, he was injured and he had COVID last year. It just it was not not a a fortunate season for him. Their attack is tremendous. Job. 
He had a great goals per per minute uh, ratio though last year. I will say that. Oh yeah. He, played, he put him in. Um, he's he's super talented. Um, he's my and pick to uh, to be the leading goal scorer in, in Syria. Um, so that that gives me some pause as a Juventus fan. I'm I'm definitely concerned about them. But again, like I said earlier, um, the when the pressure's on. It's gonna to be tough. It's it's yeah. tough being the team. I saw it. I saw it being a Juventus fan, like the pat. You know, well they won nine Scudetti in a row. Just uh, every team came for them every single week, and to keep up that like level of play, it's gonna be an adjustment for them. Like I'm not. I'm True. not saying that they're they're gonna be impeded, but um, no, the culture needs to change. I think on the team. Yeah, I was gonna say they needed. They they got the experienced players that have been through the mud before. When it was that title challenge with Sari way back when, I hopefully they can bring that experience of what they've learned from then there then to now to the young players to the new players that have come through. You know, yeah. So, I, I, mean, I mean, they've been through the mud. Hopefully, they can get through it, but they just have to have that mentality. It's always that issue—a mentality issue. If you don't have the mentality to win week in week out, or or play better, play uh, astonishing. Astonishingly, <laughs> then, then what the hell is the point? You know. So yeah, I, I just, I'm not sold yet on them. But as far as their roster goes, they're super talented. Um, yeah, they have the advantage of not having a lot of turnover, um, which I think is is really a key nowadays. If you can keep the same roster and have like that stasis, and it and it can very well turn out to be a positive thing. Now, um, speaking while we're on the subject of Napoli. Yeah. Insigne, will he extend or do you think he'll go away? I'm not go away, but that's a great leave. question. He's gone, man. He's gone. It's so I sad. Still, I have a hard time believing he's gone because, like, he's he he's, he's got. He's... Five and a, but if you if someone comes across, sorry, I didn't interrupt, but if, if if someone comes across with five and a half million for him, you don't think he's gonna take it? He's in the prime of his career. He's 31 years old. He's gonna take his last payday. I don't know. I think it's like he's gonna feed Poopy and Bobby. But it's like, but I, I, I can't see him doing well abroad. Maybe in Spain, uh, but certainly, like, he I think he's France. No, maybe Lutito okay. breaks the okay. bank and finally, and, and finally pays up, man. Maybe he Good comes and plays. Maybe know. he plays with Chido yeah. and Mobley. Wouldn't hold Chido my breath on that one. Discount. Um, I think it's I, like, I, like, I, I think, like, to me, <laughs> like, he, he's too much. Of a, of a Napolitano to go know. to like another big Italian club. I just don't like. I I think that he he's obviously he's trying to squeeze every possible penny out of ADL. Uh, but I think ADL would probably call him on his bluff. Like, and, and listen, I'm an Interista, and I, I would actually be really intrigued to see Insigne enter. I just don't think in a million years it would really happen. I just do not think like I cannot and see him going to enter. Like he's and yeah, and and I think Insigne probably would understand i don't think he would do very well abroad like i think he really needs steady a and just like i i mean i mean maybe lazio but but again that that would require lotito actually opening and i on a big contract which i find hard to believe but like i i can't see him going to an inter or a milan or a juve so i just i don't see him leaving napoli for like a rival like not like roma so i just i have a hard time i can see inter i can see inter is he a winger or is he more of a striker? Correct me if I'm wrong. He's, He's a winger. A yeah, more of a winger can play well, false nine as well. Yeah. 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 Maybe PSG. As, as he ages, he's going to move more central, just like Messi has. Messi has. I feel yeah. like PSG could be it. PSG. 
No, he, I don't think he wants no, to go I there I personally. Think. I I don't think so, man. He wants to be a starter. He doesn't want to play on the bench half the time, man. Mbappe like, will be gone by then. Eh, it's possible, yeah. But I I see Inter as a possibility because it's a free transfer. This is where Napoli is gonna shoot themselves in the foot because they could have sold this guy for twenty million at least. We'll just go off the. We'll just say estimate twenty million. Twenty million down the drain. They don't sign him. That, that's another scenario why I, I think Napoli will sign him is that you don't want to let this guy leave for free. But is is it's stupid because it's stupid because he's I, I'm pretty sure ADL is offering less than what he's actually making as yeah, well. Yeah, he's offering he's offering like, less than what he's. You're right about that. Like yeah. like, are you stupid? If that's the that case, okay. No if you that if that's sure, the case, that wouldn't sense. you? If you're Lazio, why don't you just come in and try to offer the same and say, "Hey, you get to play with your best friend, Chiro Immobile. Hey, you get to come back with Maurizio Sarri as well. Look what you got, at Lazio. Like, if that's the case, <laughs> that kind of that works. not too far away from Naples, so I, I know I'm being I, I know I'm being like a little outfield unrealistic right now, but when when it's going to that that direction. Latito can possibly walk in and say, "Hey, again, I think he goes to Inter at the at, if if he doesn't stay with Napoli because they can offer the wages. That's why. But again, Inter's losing Napoli a lot of Inter. So Inter losing like destroy him. He doesn't give a shit. Like in these players, but Hamstick left. Uh, Cavani. Yeah, but maybe he left for China left. though. That's yeah, different. It's, that, it's different yeah, than going to another. Yeah, Cavani left for PSG. Neapolitan, like that's the factor that probably is gonna maybe stop keep stop up. it from happening. I, I think ADL is a very stubborn person, but I think in the end, I don't know. I never public know opinion will go against him if he fucks with that. Yeah, much. it's yeah. true though. But um, and, and by the way, just to to real quick to uh, to read uh, Gerald's scenario here, Alex, what do you think of my idea? Sell or let go of Vidal, Vicino, and Sensi, replace them with Kessi, Nandez, and Piscina. Gerald, if Marotta can can do that business that you uh, laid out there, I'm building the fucking statue. Like I, I'm already I'm already considering building a Beppe Marotta statue outside the Meazza, but I will pay for the statue myself if he can make these moves, bro. I, um, I wanna I, I wanna interject something quickly and it's to get going into a little bit, but um I don't know how close you guys are following uh the debt issue in China right now with, with Evergrande and um I know it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad. And and I would not be surprised if Suning owns some of those bonds. So it, it could it could complicate things a little bit going forward for Inter financially that they're gonna have to go to Sell potentially, um, shooting right. It, it went and and and, and, and like because and we've heard some we've heard some rumors, Will, over the last few days about Suning wanting to sell about half of their stake in Inter. They own 70 percent, so selling at least 35 percent. And listen, I, I can only speculate on who that might be. There have been Saudi Arabian money rumored, which I would love because that that <laughs> fuck you oil money would be fantastic, but like, yeah. but 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 if they're like if if they're dead, if Suning's dead is even worse. Then we realize would that complicate a sale or like a Saudi buyer would, would just be so rich they're like whatever we'll take on some of that debt. I think I, like I think Saudi when you're Arabia, dealing with yeah I'm sorry, I think when you're dealing with the yeah sorry sorry I think when you're dealing with countries in the Middle East like uh, you know I don't think they would be scared off by the debt. Now nope. 
if, if you're doing it with another like like Elliot, for example, with, with AC Milan, I can't remember who, who's provided the loan or the collateral for Inter. The the private equity group escapes. It's here, uh, uh, Oak Tree. Oak Tree Oak is Tree. the name. Yeah. Now you might get uh, a little bit more unfavorable terms next time around if, if you have to go back to them for money because if, if their debt issue is that acute, um, and Suiting, they fucking sell washing machines. They're basically like a, a big Best Buy in China. Yeah, right. And and, and you know the, the industry has changed like it has everywhere else. COVID has kind of exasperated things. And Alibaba of the world, and um, there's another one that starts with a Y. The name escapes me, but um, <clears throat> they've they've taken over the the industry, just like Amazon has here. So, um, you know, the fact that they have those not had when going against them along with the fact that they might own some of this debt because that's who's been buying the debt it's majority chinese companies i mean mm. you're not you're not having your your fucking exxon mobile buying up uh evergrand bonds that's for sure so yeah. it, it's a domestic issue and, and suni uh, is a pretty large player um domestically as far as the economy goes so um i, I can you see could have a real saudi problem, arabia too. taking part because saudi arabia tried to go for newcastle didn't yeah. work Saudi right. Arabia tried to go for Marseille. PSG blocked it because mm. those two don't get along. That's bullshit, so man. Blocked it. That's so bullshit, man. You want to know why? Because Fucking bullshit. they, Saudi Arabia, That's I think, bull. I don't know if it's, uh, I can't think of the wording right now. They have a pirated they, BN, basically. Thank you. And took all the BN sports stuff with their commentary. That's right. Saudi Arabia. That's weren't, why they weren't, they, weren't they calling it, it B out? Which is yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah. how brilliant is that? We're gonna pirate be in and call it be out. <laughs> so, yeah. so if anything, I can see them going to Italy because it's cheaper. Let's face it, a little bit, a little bit cheaper. I'm assuming. Keep, I'm keep in mind, I'm an outsider here. No, and they no, can probably not for the Milanese clubs. No, that, that's that's big money. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no, buy, no. I mean, like Inter, if, if Saudi Arabia can buy Inter. Yeah. They can easily find a way to dominate for years on end. Just pointing that out there. And Financially, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the same reason the Qataris bought PSG. It's a soft power exercise. It burnishes their brand. It's a sports washing exercise. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, I would like to see it to happen, um, because Juventus has a lot of money too. Exor is worth billions of dollars. They'll they'll be able to go up against that uh, Saudi money, and it'll bring more. Uh, It'll bring more money into the league. And right now, the league needs benefactors. And yeah, huh. to go up against you guys the are lucky. Pardon? France, you guys are lucky. I'm like, in France, they have to renegotiate after one year into their new TV deal, right? Media Pro. Mm -hmm. they, that got swamped. Basically, well, well, all French teams suffered. Then they renegotiated. And now Amazon Prime gets more games for equal amount of money. Than what the original um, package was. So, for example, BN Sports and Canal Plus are the domestic TV rights, usually in France. They pay for three matches, I think 300 million euros. Amazon Prime in France pays eight matches for the same amount. So, <laughs> basically, instead of paying a billion dollars, what it would have been, now we're only paying seven, 600 million per year. Yeah, I mean, Siri, I'm Huge. a little bit concerned about Syria too because the, the zone numbers for the Juventus AC Milan match they were horrific. Only in the US, a million, 
only a million people watched them. That was in Italy, Italy. right? And that was yeah. in Italy. And wow. It, it, it's Syria is just so fucking stupid. You have a country that has horrible infrastructure when it comes to broadband, and you decide to put it on a streaming platform. How idiotic can you be? I'll admit those in France are very, very, very happy with Amazon Prime. And to, uh, to credit to them, Thierry Henry has done a fantastic job being a very neutral commentator, commentating the games <laughs> and being an analyst. Amazing coverage for what they've done. Yeah, but France, France can actually like dig underground where in Italy they can't. They'll fucking yeah. antiquity every like two miles, basically. <laughs> yeah. Is that why when I when I use my VPN and and I, and, and, and I watch some the zone coverage in Italy, I shouldn't be saying this. Uh, <laughs> well, you just you know, I, no, honestly, I, 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 think, I think I think it's one of those gray think... areas, but because because like and, and maybe Canada is different than the U.S., but like like v, like VPN services, like in the U.S., like you can advertise them and legally sell them. I think yeah. like maybe the using of them is kind of a gray area, mm-hmm. and and maybe maybe Canada is different because you fucking communists up there, Jerry. Like you guys don't even have the free speech <laughs> that I as an American enjoy. I don't even know so why maybe it's it. different up there. I don't, I don't even know why I bought it. I hardly use it, to be honest. I, I bought I just it because. I want to ask, actually, I, Alex, what his thoughts were with Paramount. Because I feel like they dumbed down the coverage of Serie A. Um, oh, the, 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 the coverage is not very good. Uh, they, they, they treat us like children. Like they have, like, that uh, on the front of, like, their poster, even, they have Weston McKenney, yeah. like, he's the face it's, of Serie A. Yeah. It's like they, they think, oh, Americans will not watch unless they know there's at least one American player in this league. Um, but listen, as far as like access to the games, it's fine. Like I can get all the games. Uh, that's my most important concern as a Serie A fan. Cause you know, back, back in like the B in sports days, that was a little <laughs> bit iffy sometimes. Yes. Um, yes. so having yes. access to all the games, that's yes. the most important thing, but I'll tell you what I do not like, and maybe I'm just using the app wrong. So maybe like William no, knows something that I don't. Horrible. It's a horrible user interface. You it is fucking, you can't do multicast anymore. Yes. Thank you. I thought I was just stupid. And you can't, like, rewind in-game, right? Yep. That's correct. That's terrible. That's yeah, because at least at least when it, when they were on the ESPN Plus app and the ESPN yeah. app, um, you know, you, you could use the app like a DVR. Like, if I'm if I'm distracted because I'm, like, checking my Twitter timeline and doing all this stuff, you know, and, like, I, and, yeah, like, I miss a goal in live time, maybe I don't just want to watch the replay. I want to rewind, you know, 30 seconds. I can do that on ESPN. I can't do that on Paramount. So that, that's my big issue. And, I mean, just I mean, look at, like, the ESPN, like, post-game coverage. When, when it, I, I realize it didn't happen every single week, but I think normally for the Sunday 245 game, they had, like, a, a good crew on. You had Gab Marcotti. You had Jurgen Klinsmann, you yeah. had Del Piero, you had um, what's his name, Stuart Robson. I mean, you had a pretty good crew for US TV, and now, very knowledgeable of the, the yeah, league and all this stuff. And, and you had Matteo Benetti as well. Matteo knows his shit, um, mm-hmm. even though last night he was a little bit out of order. Um, but um, he knows his pasta too. He does. He does know. And his now pasta. you compare that roster to the roster of Paramount, which is Rossi. Marco from IFTV, some other guy they don't even know. He's from the New York Red Bulls, and Matteo yeah. Benetti. What a drop off! No offense. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's it's legitimate. It's it's a legitimate critique. <laughs> Nailed it. I don't want it because I I would never 
that that's why like people laugh and say, "Oh, if you were live on TV, I actually was live on TV." Thank you very TLN, much. TLN, right? TLN. I was live on TV, so I know what TLN. it's like to be on. Yes, I was. It's, it's a Canadian thing. Huh? It's a Canadian oh, thing. I was live on TV, and, and yeah, it's challenging. But before I go on, I I kind of think about what I'm in the say? public. Yeah, like you, <laughs> exactly. Like how I am on the pod is one thing. When I go on other people's podcasts, I do not act like this. Yeah. I'm a, I go and I don't swear. I'm very courteous and I'm respect. I'm respectful. Why? Why am I that person? Because it's not my house anymore. I'm in. I'm going into your house. Right. I'm. I'm respecting your house. I'm respecting what your rules are. It's like me coming to your house and I'm taking my shoes off the, the minute I come in. I respect everything yeah. around. That that I don't go with but dirty can, feet. Like it, but we can it, all agree on one thing though. The being sports coverage of Sedia was garbage, and their being sports connect was worse. Yeah, that was bad. I, I couldn't. I, like bad. I, I could, I could only, like I, I couldn't get the app to work on any mobile device. So, yep. like if if I if I had my laptop on me, I could watch any of the games. But like their their iPhone and like iPad app was not worth shit. And you couldn't stream to the Apple TV. They were like, like this is not available. That's right. And then after like a couple that. of years. No, uh, only Cox Communication, no Verizon, none of the other cable channels had it. So you have to get it Fubo and all that kind of bullshit. Yeah. It, I, I want to add something. It's not, I, I, not, not like Will's here. I can say this. Okay. It's not about me. It's not about me hating someone because they talk about pasta on 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 TV. You got to remember <laughs> something, okay? You are in the public image of people. You make thousands of dollars to give content to people. They pay monthly fees to watch you. And then if someone's going to criticize you, they have the right. If they want to laugh about what yeah. you said, they have the right because they are paying your service. They are paying you to have a job. They are paying you to be able to survive right now. Okay? So when you when people start, oh, they hate haters. Oh, they don't like you because of what you did and where you've achieved and what you've been able to do. No, it's nothing to do with that. You are in the public of a million people who are watching. What you say, what you do is very important. AKA, here's a prime example. Gary Neville. Gary oh, Neville. What a chooch. Oh hold on. God. There you go. Hold on. Hold on. Gary Neville. He said his comment about Italy and how they didn't have big players to do the, the, the game changers and win. But look, you, you got a guy who is so reputable, who know who played the game, and like now he looks like a dummy. So he has a head as he has his head up. But but it but it's hold on, but it's not people are, are hating him. There's not it's not hating towards Gary Neville. It's just that you put yourself in that position. Just like myself, when I do tweets and I call out Hawk on it, I think he sucks, and it backfires on me. You put yourself in that situation. It's not people are hating on me because they don't like what I tweeted. They are disagreeing with yep. what you said, and they're putting you in that position because you put yourself in that. Right. So for me, well, and, and the most important thing, like, Jerry, is that tweet you wrote. You didn't make a personal attack. No. Like that that no. that was not a per like like you were you were having fun at the you know ridiculous conversation okay. that they were having. Like you, you weren't you weren't making a personal attack on anybody. And and I, and I didn't and I'm repeat again. I'm going to repeat again. Mateo told him, "I have no idea what the hell you're talking about." 
And then the lady was like, let's talk to a real Italian. Yeah. That's more insulting. She's the one who bullied Marco, not Jerry. And, and Mateo. And Mateo. It's all Kate's fault. Both of them did. Yeah, it's Kate's fault. I like, But I like how everybody attacked me. And, and the one guy who I commented never attacked me. It, it, Marco didn't say one thing to me. I had to. Well, and and nor, nor should he. Nor should he. Like I, honestly, exactly. that, that was fine that he didn't. Like he shouldn't. Like he shouldn't be. Wor- like like dude. Like if if somebody doesn't like something that I say on a stream or on the radio or in a tweet, and they make some like ridiculous insult at me, like I, I'm just I, like I'm either gonna respond like in a funny way, just like whatever, because it's probably a 16 year old living in their fucking basement, or I'm just gonna ignore it completely. I'm not gonna let it bother me. No, it, it's just. It's dumb, like Mateo directing, like direct shot on me, bro. I pay for your pod. I was a subscriber. Why would I want to be a subscriber anymore when you do shit like that? I pay for you to so have your patron, right? I was a patron. After that, I, just just, I unsubscribed which, after that. Which guess what? They were both working together when they're at Bean Sports, and they were working together at ESPN. So technically, it was a violation of a. Isn't there a violation with that? You can't. I don't think there's a violation. I think you're. I think you're reaching a little bit for that one. You're thinking of like nepotism, basically. Right. But like, like neither of them hired the other one. No, he's not wrong. So my my previous job as a manager, if my wife worked in the same department as me, that's a conflict of interest. You can't. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, thank broad- you. I think broadcasting yeah, is different. No, no, no. I don't. I don't know about broadcasting. But, yeah, I think broadcasting is different. But but I'm just saying, like, it's conflict. Like my father, where he works, you, you can't work with my mom. It has to be separate. Really? St- has to be separate store. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Longos, where I used to work at. If you, like, I know, like a lot of the owners and managers don't work in the same. Are married. They they work in two separate stores. It's conflict of interest. You can't have relationships in the same store. It can cause a lot of problems. I'm telling you, man. And, and I don't know how broadcasting is, but in grocery stores, well, yeah, but the thing is, like, it, it depends on like the retail. relationship. Like, like if somebody is like an executive, and like they they start a relationship with like an intern or something, yeah. then yeah, it's, that's probably not well, cool. Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna leave it the way I just said it. Like. I, I see here it's just banter, Jerry. Hate is too much to use here on Gary Neville. Yeah, like I'm yeah. I, I'm not hating on Gary Neville, but when you put yourself in that position, and I think he likes it. I think Gary yeah, Neville does. loves it because it's like, dude, and, and I, I don't I don't I don't know the guy. Like like but behind the scenes, he might be a perfectly nice individual, maybe great to have a beer with, but like he, he plays a character on TV. Like I know uh, I know uh, I know J Rod and, and Bill probably know when I say skip Bayless, like Dude, the, the guy's the troll of all trolls. Um, yeah. I know people who know him, and they tell me Stephen he is—he's a doll. Stephen A. Smith, the same thing. Like these are really, really nice dudes behind the scenes, yeah. but they've got very loud, boisterous, strong trolling—you know—sports opinions that they make a lot of people pissed off. But they're not bad people. Yeah, like someone like me, for example. I'm pretty level-headed. Like I'm not selling. Like I'm not—I'm not getting viewers on on fucking TV. I'm, I'm just not. I'm too chill. I'm gonna come out stuff like with a factual perspective. I'm not like waving my hands and and shouting. Like, it's just not my persona. So yeah, right. you're, you're you're absolutely right. They're they're selling a product. Be they're selling themselves, or or the network wants them to act a certain way, and act like yeah. a clown because it's gonna get people to comment on on their phone or to tune in on TV. And it works. Or, yeah, it I works. Just think- I hate how people misinterpret things. That's all, man. And that's that's why I hate. That's it on how it always is on Twitter. Everyone always yeah, so stupid, man. Thing. I, I think I think yeah. if I think if people are going to take anything away from this episode, it is that 
Jerry is a really nice dude. Yeah, and I yeah. and I'm and I'm and I'm being serious here. Like I, I think people, you know, sometimes uh and Jerry likes to banter on Twitter. And for those of us who know him, and I think for everyone who watches this, like because you understand Jerry's personality, you know this dude likes to fuck around, right? He's a Lazio fan, he's gonna banter Roma, he enjoys it, you know. And and I'm I'm glad that I've been able to convert him to kind of an undercover inter fan, me and his father, who's an inter fan. Uh, so, you know, he's usually not that mean about Inter, but he's going to banter. I like, the, I like the fact that he shits on PSG all the time. I just love that. That's another one. That's another one. I, I, I love it. I hate if them now. Like, I used to like them. I have all their freaking apparel. I need to, like, sell it. Yeah. <laughs> or just burn it, you know? Put it on no, video. Would, Do you want me to get divorced? <laughs> That's a lot of money, man. I don't burn is, jerseys, man. I must, I'm telling you right now, if – if I, I didn't, I don't burn jerseys. I don't care what player it is who left. EBay. You don't burn. That's two hundred dollars. You're burning. Think about <laughs> burning two hundred dollars. Fair. Yeah, Stupid man. Don't let the eBay. bastards drag you down. Yeah. Say that again. Don't let the bastards drag you down. He's yeah. right. It's true. Listen, I I got I got to close out uh, the episode on that note. Before we do, I want to let everybody on here. I want to I want everyone to let the people know where they can find them. Uh, we'll start with Will, who is very humble because when you came on, you talked about you know not having much of a social media presence. I beg to differ. I think you're a very good Twitter follow, and uh, you've become a big player on a lot of a lot of uh, Italian soccer spaces. You're very active on there. So, dude, let the people know where they can find you. Are you are you doing any uh, any spaces? anytime soon where can they follow you <laughs> i'll jump on a space if someone's having one and uh start off some nonsense every now and again but uh yeah <laughs> twitter wg dacula that is d-a-q-u-i-l-a that is my twitter handle post about eventus foreign affairs calcio oil that's basically about it <laughs> He's a very good follow. Uh, what about you? What about you, uh, George? Where can people follow well, you? Speaking Jorge. of spaces, speaking. Of how, spaces. how do you properly pronounce your name? Is it Jorge, Jorge, or uh, I, I know it's not properly pronounced, George? But what do you go by? What do your friends call you? George. That's the, thank you, Jerry. Okay. Jerry's correcting me. I, I call the man George. For his friends, call him George. I call him George. All right. Well, I will admit I do spaces on my um, official. Look, there we go. The official Leon supporters group of North America. I do that Huge. every post game, every time. I try to do it as many times, European or not. So I do spaces on that that well North America, and I my personal one is Jrod two five eight nine. Yeah, I usually post a lot of Leon and Burnley stuff, some Vegas Knights thing, but that's coming up pretty soon with the preseason coming on. But mainly Leon stuff. But um, I do a lot of spaces on the other one. I try to get more people to come support. There's other people out there that support Leon. We just got to find it. It's not easy to find, but it's slowly but surely. I love it. And, and Jerry, uh, you're always active, my friend, whether it be on social media, pissing people off, on this show, doing your thing, and writing uh, Laziale, uh, Serpents of Madonina. Where can people find you? Do you have any stories dropping soon? I'm not writing about any game this week. I'm really? Taking, I'm, really? To, I'm actually taking a break the next couple of days. You I, say you say that today, I'm, and then tomorrow I'm going to see you writing post game pieces for every game and say I've yeah. written I've written like 20 pieces. I have pieces from last year that I've written and I still haven't edited and haven't got out yet. Like I always drift off. Are they outdated I'm, though? Yeah. I mean, what are you writing? Oh, about? I, I fix it. I, I have one uh, about 
I have one, one about John Daniel Akbar. He, he, has, he has one about how Conte is going to win a second consecutive Scudetto at Inter that he's got to edit that one a little bit. I wrote a piece about Nzagi, man, back in the summer. I, I still haven't posted that. I got one on Korea, just waiting, already done. Uh, I'm not writing about the games. I already told Laziale. I told Serpens about Anita. Like, match previews, reports. I have to take a step back. Are you going to do anything on the French League soon? Um, If there's something that... I, I did a I did an interview on Toma Basic for with Lazio who came from uh, Bordeaux, but uh, I don't know. I'm in, interested to see how he does. Seems like a good player, but um, yeah, I, you know what? I I just been overwhelmed lately, and at time I kind of take a break and five pieces tomorrow. <laughs> so right, and, and also like, dude, a couple of days ago, a couple of days ago, Jerry told me he wanted to take the week off from potting. Uh, and but now he's got dude, he's got us scheduled for like a show every day this week now. I want to, I want to come back on when I have like uh, a little bit Likewise. more time on my hands. A hundred percent, man. We will have Likewise. you back on. Would yeah, and, and you as well. I would love to talk a little bit more French football, too. Down, man. And Shiro Mobile, his stock has fallen so much that he's like now a buy. He's become underrated yeah. because he's gotten so much shit like the past like couple <laughs> months. I'm curious to see how, who starts during the international break. The international break is going to be very fast upon us, and I think he starts again against Spain. I would, I would start Raspadori. I, you know, I want to see somebody else start, just so they. And, and if they do bad, do people shit on them like they shit on Immobile? I mean, I, I like to see that man, because I think. Moise Keane cannot play number nine. He is no. not a number nine. I agree with you. These guys are fucking yeah. cracked out, man. Like, the guy's a winger. Ras- Raspadori is the guy who start if you start anyone other than a Mobley. Um, I think I'm he's the next number nine. I'm a sexual sexual. I'm, I'm, uh, they're, they're, my, uh, they're my hipster team. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Bondo, <laughs> so um, I've watched him quite a bit this year. He had a really good start to the season. The past couple of games, and he's he's been he's been lacking. I haven't seen anything um, too much to be like, oh, he's going to be the number nine on uh, on Italy. Um, but I mean, he does have the characteristics. He's got that comparison to Aguero, which I don't think is too far off. Um, let's see what the kid can do. He's twenty one years old. Um, yeah, yeah, see what I mean, like, and I think Mancini's playing your right. You don't put the guy into a fire, man. Like, yeah, yeah, let's start Raspadori, 21 years old. Just throw him in. Let's fucking play him against uh, golden freaking platinum. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, you don't just throw him in the dirt, man. Like, he would have got yeah. shredded. As bad as Immobile was, I, I'm not scoring. People don't look at the whole picture. I I, I, I think that a lot of people oh God, look at stats. Again. No, He's, not just not very, just with Immobile. Immobile it's a lot of players. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Very good I, I, Although I, I, when 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 you're when when you're a striker, uh, I do think that stats can be pretty important. <laughs> just gonna yeah, throw you that know, out there. You could. You got to no, score. It's like, it's like Chelsea. Everybody shits on Mason Mount, but no one looks at what he does off the ball. How hard he works. How he he, he retrieves balls. Recovery. Like those are things everybody's looked at goals, goals, assists, assists. I mean, he doesn't have any goals in five games, but well, how has he been playing though? Like those are things that 
people don't look at. It's like Jorginho. Oh, oh, Jorginho. Oh, he's I, but I don't think you can compare Jorginho to a guy who's playing a starting striker spot, though. Like you've, you've got to score. It's like, like you can't. You can, if you're if you're you cannot go five games without scoring when you're the starting striker. Sure, you can. If no one can pass you the ball, yeah. Like, come Amobre, on, man. Amobre's issue is that he doesn't really fit the system that Italy plays. He needs to have a striker next to him. If he if he had that yeah. situation that he had at Lazio prior to the season, um, I think he'd be putting up different numbers and he'd be quite prolific. But unfortunately, even though I'm very fond of the 3-5-2, um, the two-striker formation has really fallen out of vogue. Yeah, it has. And I like it as well. I'm a fan of yeah. it. Well, listen, I we, we, I got to wrap it up on that note because it's it, after after ten o'clock. I turn into a pumpkin. I get very tired. So I, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. And you guys, of course, you can see you can see my. I well, if it was up to Jerry, we'd be on till one a.m. every time, and then Jerry wakes up at like four. Oh, dude, it's our pleasure. We love I'm having you. That, I'm gonna probably change my thing next time and say Rodrigo the Paul lookalike. You are. I'm telling you, it's the hairline. It's dead ringer. Yeah, that's been the theme today. <laughs> that has been the theme. You you guys can follow me. You see the Twitter handle, and uh, and obviously, please check out this show, Calcio Connection. If you're not a subscriber, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our audio podcast as well. I know that that's the way the majority of the people consume the show. So the audio podcast is big. Every platform: Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google, Amazon, all that good stuff. And, uh, and check out the stuff I do as well. I know some of you are watching this on the Five Reasons Sports Network. If you're not watching us on the Calcio Connection YouTube, so make sure you subscribe to that. And uh, and I do a, uh, a daily stream, mostly talking South Florida sports, American football, and the NBA primarily uh, on the Five Reasons Sports uh, YouTube page. I do that every single day at noon. So for Will, for George, and for Jerry, and 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 Jerry, Jerry's a nice guy, I'm telling you. Uh, so everyone keep that in mind. Uh, I'm Dono. We'll talk to you guys again next time. I think we're going to be back on tomorrow night, by the way, on another episode of the Calcio Connection podcast. Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye.